I'm Brittany and welcome to my library. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm really excited for this um, podcast episode. I think it'll be really fun. It's another book tag if you couldn't tell by the title and I'm super excited about it. I am sorry that I missed posting last week. A lot has been going on and it's been kind of rough but we're getting through it. Um, There won't be a podcast episode next week. Um, We have some personal things going on and I will be flying back home next weekend so there won't I won't have time to record one and put one up so yeah just fair warning that next week is planned to be missed so there's that but yeah let's just get right into this episode let's not waste any time the book that I'm currently reading is A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J Mass I am rereading all of Sarah J Mass's books in publication order so that means I'm mixing up the series like I'm reading Throne of Glass in between a court of the a court of thorns and roses series and also like crescent city so i'm reading those all together in the year that they came out in that order instead of like the series orders so yeah i've really been enjoying it i've read almost halfway through there's 15 books and let's see i've read the first four books in the um, Throne of Glass series and the um, first two books in the Court of Thorns and Roses and I'm on the second book so that's six books and there's 15 so that's like half-ish I guess but yeah I'm really enjoying it just reading these books again especially the Throne of Glass because I I feel like the first time I read Throne of Glass I listened to a lot of the audiobooks on YouTube because those books were really big and I was behind on my like reading plan and I was just trying to catch up and I feel like I missed a lot of what was really going on and I I think I was confused and then I feel like I I didn't really get the whole experience so now I'm really reading the books and taking my time and I'm really enjoying it. There's scenes that I, like, don't remember. There's things that happen that I didn't remember they happened. And so, like, some of these I'm kind of reading for the first time. And also just there's, like, a a book. The The third slash fourth book in the series is when different characters start being introduced. And there's those chapters are in their perspectives. And this is like the first time that this is happening and I found those chapters really boring because I just wanted to get back to like the main character who the books is about but now like after reading and those characters became some of my favorite characters but now rereading them there I'm so excited and every time I get one of their chapters I'm like oh yes I get to read for her right now and yeah, so that's really exciting. And just like rereading Akatar, I read I reread the first two books last year and I stopped 
rereading it because Will was reading the third book and he was like, no, let me finish before you start reading it. And then he still hasn't finished. So I'm just going to reread it anyway. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll be excited. Like rereading books is so fun because you get to just experience it all over again and kind of get excited. And yeah, so I've been enjoying it and I'm happy to keep reading. Um, if you want me to do of like a full episode on my experience, like rereading all the books in publication order, I can. I think that might be a fun episode for people who like care about that stuff. So yeah, but anyways, let's get into the meat of today's video. So there's a YouTuber. Her name is Steph Bohr. She is one of my favorite YouTubers. She talks about books. She does kind of life vlogs. Um, she just finished college and she did this book tag a couple weeks ago um, and I want to answer those questions on that book tag so here we go I love stuff for if she ever listens to this which I know she probably won't I you know I love your book recommendations so the first question that she put on the book tag is um, a book you tell people is your favorite. She kind of put this as like, you have your favorite book and then you have the book that you tell people is your favorite, kind of like your safe option. And I feel like some of the books that I read aren't too, like I, I don't really need to do this. So I have two, depending on my audience. Um, the first book that I will say is my favorite is... The Book Thief by Marcus Suzak. I will tell people that this is my favorite book. Like, m maybe an older group of people or just someone who just asked me and I have to, like, think of an answer really, really quick. I will tell people that The Book Thief is my favorite book. But I, if I'm more comfortable with you, if, you know, we kind of know each other a little bit, I will say that Alone With You in the Ether by Libby Blake is my favorite book. And then I will thus poorly try to explain the plot and the reason why it's so beautiful and why it's the best book ever written and try to seem like a normal person while I'm saying that. So, but yeah, so that is what I tell people is my favorite book. The second one, second question is... A book that is your guilty pleasure. Um, I would say A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Mass. I reread this. This is the third time I'm rereading this book. And there's a couple chapters in this book that I've read probably 15 times. And, you know, if I'm, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling kind of down... I will reread like a certain chapter in this book and I don't know if it makes me feel better but it helps me feel emotions so that's good um, but yeah that is definitely my guilty pleasure book I am not as ashamed to say that um, the third question is a book everyone loved but you didn't so there's a few books that I felt this way about 
And I feel like a lot of, like, everyone on the internet raves about these books. And I read them. I didn't really get it. I I mean, I, I get why people love them so much. is because there's a lot of smut in it. But then there's no plot. And I'm... I'm just not that type of reader. I like plots with a little smut, like, that's fine. Like, whatever, that's okay. But not when the entire book kind of revolves around that. And also, like, sometimes it's so cringy. Like, the dialogue, the way, like, the scenes are written, like, it's so cringy and awkward. And I just, like, cringe instead of, like, swoon. So, but a book that I put down for this is Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. I enjoyed the premise of this book. Basically, you have this girl who is running away from her fiancé. She goes to this small town because... Her sister, her twin sister, called her and said that she needed help. So she's coming to her sister's rescue. Her twin sister is very off the wall, wild, very inconsistent and kind of narcissistic. And basically she ends up in this town and everybody hates her because they all think that she's her sister when she's not. And so she has to keep re-explaining to everyone that she's not who they think she is and basically she finds out that she has a niece she never knew about who's like 12 or 13 like pretty old and she needs a place to stay while she figures what to do with her niece and so she meets the this guy who kind of like owns half the town and she starts working at the bar that he owns and he lets her live on the on his property like in another house on his property and so it's kind of like forced proximity small town romance enemies to lovers i guess like enemies to like friends with benefits to lovers that's how i kind of saw it as anyway I liked the premise of this book. I thought it was good. Like, I love the, like, the single parent aspect I thought was cute. The names of these characters was a little much. Like, the name of the niece, her name was, like, Waverly. And then the dog's name was, like, something so closely resembling, like, Waverly. It was, like, Waverly or something like that. And I, I was like, okay, that's kind of cheese, um, but that's fine. And then the main character's whole thing was like, I need you to be real and honest with me. And the guy was like, you, like, this is only physical. There's no emotion. Um, don't expect anything from me, yada, yada. And she was like, okay, that's fine. But then, you know, of course, you're sleeping with somebody, you're going to, get feelings for them so she starts feeling things he starts feeling things he gets scared he blames her says I never really wanted this and she's like okay then leave me alone and then he won't leave her alone and she's like you need to leave me alone if you don't want to be in this and he never really does but then he keeps blaming himself and blaming her he doesn't blame himself he only blames her and 
I just felt like that was frustrating. So, yeah, I, I didn't like that book very much, but I can see why other people liked it, but I didn't. I don't know. It wasn't for me, but that's okay. Um, okay, so the next question is, which book, a book that you read the fastest? The book that I read the fastest, I think, is One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I think I read this literally in one day. It was crazy. This is the book about, this book is becoming a movie. It has a trailer and everything, so go look it up, and it's it's going to be really cool. But this girl, she gets married young. Her and her husband are so in love. They're like travel vloggers. He goes off on a trip and ends up um, like dying in a helicopter crash. And so years go by. She moves back home to her family and she gets engaged to another man. And then, I don't know, like six months before their wedding, she gets a call saying, hey, um, it's me, your husband, I'm still alive, and I'm coming back, they found me, and he was, like, stranded for years, and she has to decide who she wants to be with, does she want to go back to her husband that she thought died, or does she move on with her life? with this new man who loves her like they both love her still and she kind of has to choose who she is who she wants to be with and you really don't know who she's going to choose until the very end of the book it's written in such a way where you're kind of like no I hope you do this or and then it kind of switches as like her process her like thinking process is going on and you can see it written on the page and you're kind of processing this with her saying like yeah that's a good point maybe you should stay with them or maybe you should not kind of how she's doing and you don't really know who she's going to choose you don't really know who you want her to choose until the end of the book and I thought it was great I I just had to know who she was going to end up with I don't think I put this book down until I figured that out. It was really good. Definitely recommend, and I'm excited to see the movie. The next question is a book that deserves more hype. I definitely thought of a lot for this book, but I or for this question, but I feel like Writers and Lovers by Lily King deserves a lot more hype than it gets like I never hear about anyone talking about this book uh Jack Edwards loves this book and he recommended it so that's why I read it and I loved it Writers and Lovers is about a young girl in her 20s it's kind of like a coming of age in your 20s and I feel like this book is really important to read in your young 20s and just for for different reasons like this woman she is an aspiring author she's writing this book she's been writing this book for like six years she works at a as a waitress at this really fancy restaurant she doesn't get treated very well by her boss or by the customers there and she lives like literally in a garage and 
she is just she doesn't really know like where life is going what she wants to do she's just trying to make it through as best as she can and as the book progresses she kind of goes like in and out of these funks and she ends up with one man and she kind of it's kind of like a love triangle but not not really um but she ends up with an older man who she feels like like okay he could take care of me and I would be okay and then there's this other guy who's younger like more her age and he like has roommates and he's you know kind of that young bachelor like doesn't really have furniture doesn't put sheets on his bed you know what I mean and she kind of has has to like okay where am I at right now and you know as the book goes on she kind of starts figuring things out she gets more opportunities and stuff I feel like it's just a good message about being in your 20s and how like things don't really seem like they're going in the right direction until until they really start to go in the right direction like once you you get a little older you figure more things out you learn like more about your own worth and you become who you are I feel like in your 20s is the years of like your self-discovery like who do you want to be and what do you want to do for the rest of your life and it's kind of daunting at first because you've been shoved out into the world with really no experience and you kind of have to figure it out for yourself and this was her figuring it out for herself and I think it was really good and an important book and I I think it deserves all the hype because I feel like a lot of people could benefit from reading this book and kind of gain this perspective of like everything will happen when it's supposed to happen and I just need to keep going forward and try my best and so yeah I love that book super great the next one is a book that is becoming a movie or TV show I was gonna say Daisy Jones and the Six but that one that that just came out and so I'm really excited it is so good it is so good you have no idea if you've read Daisy Jones and the Six and then watch the show you know but watch Daisy Jones and the Six so good and true to the book it was ridiculous like so amazing but I heard a rumor I I think this is confirmed that the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo is being turned into a movie Taylor Jenkins reads she wrote this book she also wrote um Daisy Jones and the Six and I I feel like it's like a lot of her well this is the third book that she's written that's like gonna be on television because One True Loves and then Daisy Jones and the Six just came out and now Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo is coming out I can't wait I can't wait to watch this on on TV and watch it with my friends just so they can experience what I experienced and I hope oh my gosh I hope that it's so true to the book I would be so mad if it wasn't a lot of people would another book that's also supposed to be a movie is the secret wait the secret life of sorry 
oh my gosh, I can't think. The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. I heard a rumor, I think it's confirmed too, I don't know, I don't really keep up with this stuff, that that is also going to be a movie, and I'm super excited for that. The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue is kind of like The Age of Adeline with Blake Bively, where like the woman doesn't age, but then there's like a love story in it. But this, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue has a lot like deeper things in it, deeper themes, and just more like more of a complex storyline than The Age of Adeline did. And I'm really excited for all of these movies to be, or for all of these books to become movies and TV shows. I literally cannot wait to watch them all and make all my friends watch them with me so that they can experience what I experienced because they refused to read them. So, yeah, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I'll believe it when I see it, but I'm so excited. Okay, a book. The next one is a book I've reread the most. Um, Definitely The Book Thief by Marcus Zusak. I think I've read this book seven times in my life. That might not seem like a lot. That might seem like a lot. I don't really know, but I used to read it like twice a year. I would get it from the library, like the audiobook version from the library, and I would listen to it over and over again, and I would like read along to it. I have the book on my Kindle. I have three physical copies of it on my bookshelf right now. And I read it. I read most of it to Will when we were dating. And I, I just, there's something about the book thief. I just love it so much. And I watched it with our friend and I'm, he cried so much. And he was like, pretty, why'd you make me watch that? And I was like, so you could feel like that and relate to me then that was fun yeah it's fun to like watch the most amazing experience is when you've read this book but your friends haven't read it and then the movie comes out and you know everything that's going to happen because you read the book and so you're just you're watching it but with the excitement that your friends are watching it too and you get to like see all of their reactions and like oh how do they feel about this like when um the when the crawdads movie came out oh my gosh why can't i remember anything right now um where the crawdads sing is that the book title i'm going to drive myself crazy um when that movie came out and I was watching it in the movie theater with Will and our friends. I I was, like, watching them more than I was watching the movie so that I could gain their reactions. And then at the end, the ending is sad. And I was, like, bawling my eyes out. And I look over, and they're all crying, too. And they're like, Brittany, you didn't say this would be a sad movie. And I was like, I know because you wouldn't have wanted to watch it. So I had to lie to you. But... Yeah, it is, like, one of the most amazing experiences to, like, be the only reader friend in your group and then make all of your friends watch the movies of the books that you love. And it's just, like, one of my favorite things to do. So, anyway, what was the question? Yeah, The Book Thief I've read, like, seven times. 
Um, the next one is a book from a genre you don't typically read. I could say, I don't know, I feel like I don't read a lot of poetry anymore, or I definitely don't read a lot of fairy tales. I used to read a lot of fairy tales and a lot of poetry, but I don't anymore. And so for this, I would say The Lover's Grimm by Olivia Blake. Um, this is a collection of fairy tales that Olivia Blake wrote, and there's stories about like merfolk and um, like a mystery detective-ish kind of tale, and like what happens when death comes to your town and visits you, and they're all very short. But I I really enjoyed the fairy tales. I thought they were pretty original and creative. And I mean, Olivia Blake just has a way of writing books that just are so like good. And I definitely really enjoyed The Lover's Grimm. And I would definitely recommend it if you like kind of darker fairy tales. It just like was perfect for that type of vibe. So yeah, there's that one. The next one is, let's see, I'm losing track here, um, a book that deserves all the hype that it gets. So I feel like The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller definitely deserves the hype that it gets. It is so amazing and beautiful, the story, the way that it's written the perspective of Patroclus in this world of Achilles and the Trojan War and everything like it just was so good this is another book that made me cry but it just was so good I I don't think I'll ever get over like the the feeling I had when I was reading this book it was just incredible it was so good the next one is a book you usually recommend when asked to give a recommendation. It depends on the type of person that that is asking for a book recommendation where I will try to kind of see like where they are, books that they've read in the past that they said they've liked, um, genres that maybe they, they might not like. And so I feel like a good book that I can recommend everybody is Lovely War by Julie Berry and this is the book that is narrated by Greek gods and goddesses mostly Aphrodite but Apollo and Hades he's they step in there too um and it's about two love two love stories World War One and World War Two. And I feel like this is a good one because it's just really good. Like, it definitely tells a really good story. It's from a very interesting perspective of, like, this European, well, world war, I guess. But, you know, it's in Europe. Being told by Aphrodite, the goddess of love, as she's trying to defend her point to the, like, judge judges of Olympia and I feel like it's just a really good read it's, it's so beautifully written and 
definitely makes you feel something and yeah I just I really think that's a good book to read it is kind of a long one which is why I have to like ask because people get very intimidated by big books which is understandable but another book that I will generally recommend is um it depends usually a historical fiction or I will recommend them like The Secret Life of Bees by Suman Kidd which is a historical fiction but that one is really short and it's really sweet it has a good message and a good story to it and I feel like everyone would enjoy that book um a book that has your favorite character or characters I would definitely say the Throne of Glass series specifically Manon and Aelin Manon is introduced in the third slash fourth book Air Fire She's a witch in the books, and I just love her character so much. I feel like she she goes through this huge shift in character development where her storyline goes from, like, I'm obedient and I obey, and these are my orders, and I'm loyal to this cause, and it she kind of it kind of switches over time and she goes through this whole like character shift and i feel like because of that character development in her and how it's built throughout the last books of the series is so amazing like the just the shift that she goes through and at the end of the last book she goes through something very traumatic and it kind of changes her and it changes a lot in the in the world as well and so kind of she helps this world building along and I just love her so much she's just like an amazing incredible character and also Aelin because of her storyline and where she came from and how she got to where she was and how she kind of lost herself and then came back and she just is like the woman that I would love to be friends with and every time I'm going through like something tough I'm like you know Aelin Aelin could do it and then it that kind of pushes me through sometimes but yeah definitely Manon and Aelin from the Throne of Glass series I love those women very much the next one is a book I wish I could live in. I would have to say A Thousand Heartbeats by Kira Cass. I, it's kind of like a, a sweet little wholesome fantasy book, but their kingdom just seemed like so peaceful and nice. It kind of made me feel like the kingdom entangled where everyone is just kind of like dancing and celebrating all the time and there's just like happy good fortune like all that stuff and another uh world that i would love to live in is the addicted slash callaway sisters series world i would love to be their friend to be a callaway sister to just like be a part of their lives because i love those characters so much um so yeah there's that one Okay, so this next one is a book you thought you would hate but ended up loving. I'm going to say 
Verity by Colleen Hoover. I didn't think I would like this because I read a couple of Colleen Hoover books before I read Verity. I read Ugly Love and I read um, the, the other one that's really popular, It Ends With Us. And I liked them, but I didn't... I mean, I loved Ugly Love, but I didn't really like It Ends With Us. And I thought, like, okay, this lady's trying to write a thriller, and I didn't think it would be a very good thriller. But dang, it was. I was thoroughly surprised on how good it was. And, you know, I definitely would recommend that book, despite my feelings about her. Her books are just very easy to read, and the storyline really, like, she knows how to write a captivating book that you can definitely finish in one sitting and so Verity was really good I definitely if you like thriller I definitely do recommend Verity um yeah the next question is we have two more you guys is a book that made you cry so here's an extensive list of a hundred or so books that made me cry no I'm just kidding I'll only tell you one and it's Long Way Down by Krista and Becca Ritchie. This is one of the Callaway Sisters series books. I think it's the the second to last one. And this is about, this is in Daisy and Bright's perspective. And geez, a lot of things happen in this book that made me bawl my eyes out. Like sobbing hysterically multiple times. I was like, they can't do this. They can't they can't do this to this character. And then, man, it was like so devastating, but it was so good. And I embarrassingly cried so much. Will was like, dude, do you need a break? Like, do you need to not read that book? And I was like, No, it's fine. I just it's okay. I just it's it's so sad and um he thought that was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, read the Addicted slash Callaway Sister series, please. So good. The last question is, a book you wish you could read for the first time? And I would have to say, even though I just made a podcast episode about this, and I don't remember if I mentioned this book, I don't think I did, but to keep it fresh and new for you guys, I said... Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. This amazing epic fantasy book. Actually, the prequel, the standalone, it's a standalone prequel. That makes sense. Of this book just came out and I can't wait to read it after I finish the SJM reading order universe. Um, So I'm very excited about that. But Priory of the Orange Tree, I wish I could reread again because I was so new to fantasy and I was really new to like, I was kind of new to reading in general. Like I hadn't read a whole lot when I was reading this book and I feel like now that I've read a lot more fantasy, I kind of know like how to read fantasy. I would love to be able to read this for the first time again and just experience it all over again. It's so amazing. I think I will reread this book after I read the prequel. So I think that'll be my next 
my next little venture. They're big books, so I'm excited about that. But yeah, that was the last question. Um, I thank you all for listening, and I'm really glad that I got to do this. I thought that was really fun. I definitely will keep you guys updated on like when my next podcast will come up and we'll see when that happens it probably won't be next weekend but the it'll be um I don't know I'll have to work it out because I have some things going on the next few weekends and I just need to be able to focus on those things so this might go on the back burner for a couple weeks and then I'll I'll come back with it and it'll be new new fun times so yeah but thank you all for listening thank you for coming to my library and i will talk to you guys next time